You're listening to Portfolio Builders, a WealthCap Holdings podcast about long-term wealth building and financial independence. Hey, everybody. Devin here, your host for the Portfolio Builders podcast. I'm super excited to have Chrissy Tasker on with us today. Say hi to everybody, Chrissy. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Devon. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ex- I'm the one who's really excited because <laughs> we're going to talk today about a topic that I, you know, honestly, I don't have a ton of experience with working with investors who are buying properties overseas. And it's something that folks are asking me about all the time. Yeah, a ton. So I'm really grateful to start making relationships with people like you who have a ton of experience. Oh, that's exciting. (laughs) Helping people so we can figure out how to, you know, help others. um, Yeah, I was looking at your website and all the delicious property that you have been showcasing I'm like so excited. I said, oh my gosh, this is such a beautiful property that you have. I'm like really excited and wanted to tap and know more about your area as well. <laughs> that's that's exciting. I'm really excited for us to be able to start working together. So um, for everybody who's watching who doesn't know who you are, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, just about your background? Because you, you now live in the UK, but you grew up in Singapore, Singapore. right? Yeah, that's right. Hello, everyone. I'm Chrissy Tasca. I was born in Singapore, but right now I stay in UK. Uh, I run a few businesses in Singapore, and I actually started my first business when I was age sixteen. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, that was that was another story for another time. It's quite a long story. So recently, I was actually being interviewed in a podcast for that part of the story as well. Basically, just because. When I was young, my father passed away suddenly. So at the age of 15, we really have to start learning to defend ourselves and become financially independent. So at age 16, when I have opportunity, I jump in and start a business, a catering business that cater to 300 employees of a big organization every day. So it was a good start for me for even a new business owner. And later part, I saw the business and then there was history and then there's a lot more. So I actually run a few businesses in Singapore. We were representing branded sportswear distribution such as Adidas, Puma, Reebok, uh, AC, New Balance. And then we, were, we are also um, a distributor for a branded um, Chesterfield sofa from Europe and then we distribute in Asia. Uh, I'm also... Um, Currently, I'm also the CEO for JLC Property Group, where we develop UK property. So we do buy to sell, we do refurbishing, and then we help. Um, we also help uh, customer from Asia to do sourcing in UK at the same time. Uh, I started during the COVID. I started another business called TWISB Publishing, which is a uh, called the World Is So Big Publishing Publishing Companies, and we already have like a few number one bestseller uh, in the publishing company. <laughs> That's, That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So it sounds like you've always been kind of a go-getter, uh, which <laughs> I can I can relate to. I am also... Yes, Devon, you're like always on... Uh, yeah, that's what you are as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely a lady hustler over here. So tell us about 
Um, when did you buy, you bought your first property ever when you still lived in Singapore, right? Yes. Okay. And I, I want to hear a little bit about like, what is the market? What is the market like there? And how difficult was it for you to acquire a property mm. in Singapore? Uh, my first property in Singapore was 2005, uh, 2005 which if you can remember, that was the second dip of the economy crisis during the post-SAR period. So all the property owners were in a panic, do not know when would the market recover and they were dumping all their property in such a crazy price. So there's a lot of investors run away during this crisis because nobody can predict when will the economy recover. Mm -hmm. But being knowing that crisis actually equal opportunity yeah. came in. So me and my husband actually, it, it's quite crazy. We bought a property at like 520,000 Singapore dollar. Uh, I think which is maybe about three to 400 uh, US dollar. Am I okay. right? Yeah. Uh, so this is about 520,000 Singapore dollar. And that property was actually, the previous owner actually bought like 1.2 million. And, oh, and wow. you know, I, I do not know whether the US uh, investor can equip in Singapore, like an apartment, right? A three bedroom apartment will easily cost us 1.2 million Sing dollar. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So that's why a lot of investors in Asia when we go out, like when we come to UK or US, we are like, eh, my yeah. God, the property is so cheap. <laughs> it's it's yeah. crazy because we are comparing the property price in Singapore and in, you know, in overseas. We're like, whoa, it's like big supermarket to us, you know, it's crazy. It's so probably that, very comparable <laughs> to like apartments in New York City are millions of yeah. dollars versus yeah. you can get a single family home in the suburbs of the Midwest for a hundred thousand dollars. I know, literally that's, I know, that's crazy, right? Yeah, that, that's madness. But sometimes also equate to the rental year, which is not bad as well, which is quite good based on the value you put in. So that was in 2005 because of the poor uh, we actually managed to get this at half a price. So we jumped in and we bought the first property that we have. So that was the first property and right now, the, the property is valued at 1.4 million. So instantly look at the returns wow. I have. I, I did not sell the property because it's, it's really a good location, a nice apartment. So a lot of time I use it to, you know, I rent it out when I'm moving to the other property. I actually rented it out to have passive income. That is like my first gem, <laughs> my lucky gem. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's cool that you still have it. You now live in the UK, you have this apartment in Singapore and you, you keep it rented out and it's, it's generating income for you. So yes, because that's my first property, but, and you know, if you have a property and we're teaching about leveraging your assets mm -hmm. as well to build your property and that can be one of your assets to leverage in terms of getting into mortgage ladder and then you know that is where you build your portfolio as well so having your first property help you to leverage with the mortgage company and then continue to build your portfolio so we're talking about remortgaging we're talking about refinancing in the cost that we are building as well so after that i actually then that is the first crisis and I, we take the opportunity we jump in and the same thing my second property is the same thing we bought it in April 14, 2010. And that is again 
the biggest global economy crisis. Mm. It's mm. a financial crisis where the sublet, you know, uh, financial have mortgage have problem. And yeah. again, I bought a, I bought a landed. Then uh, this time I went into landed property, a single story bungalow sitting in a very big plot of land. So it was it was quite a, and I I was looking. I was telling my husband, this is going to be our retirement. And that that point of time, everyone was so scared to go in as well because it's a crisis and nobody know what to do. And the owner has trying to sell the house for two years. Nobody will touch it. Oh, and wow. it came in because we, by looking at it, it was like devalued at 40% of the market value. And we know in property, no matter what, it will recover. It's just timing, right? So, of course, we have plan B. So, knowing that we are going to sell the property later for retirement. So, in any time when you get into property, if you have a plan B or you know the end in mind, then you will know what to do. So, knowing that we're going to liquidate the property, we do not want to spend a lot of money renovating the property because it's the, in Singapore, it's the land that is so expensive. So, I, I, I literally bought it like at 3 million, the, the property. And we do a minimal renovation and in the end, it's still livable and it's, it's a lovely property with big garden and really big plot of land. So the whole family moved in and then we actually rented out the condo that I bought for passive income and we, we have such good memory in the, in the landed property because it's such a nice neighborhood. So mm-hmm. when, when we moved to UK, that is we sold the landed property. We stayed there for almost like five to six years. Oh, wow. So we, yeah, so by then the property price really like increased. So, and when we sold the property, that was the first time we have a million plus cash inside the, the bank account. Literally, we make about wow. 1.5 million through that property itself. That's so, a lot. This like crisis, but to, if look at today value, 1 point something million is really nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, easily in Singapore, if it I think there's so many millionaires in Singapore. So, not, you know, it's, it's really a small amount. But I'm looking at right now, it's the same situation again. This is a time where everybody talk about crisis, you know, stay away, stay away. But what we're looking at are so many opportunities right now. Yeah. If you don't do something now, you're going to kick yourself. Because we've seen it so many times. The cycle over the year, we see the cycle, we see it so many times. If you don't do something now, you are going to kick yourself when the economy recover again. Yeah, I think I think that's a, an amazing lesson that, you know, in the in the times when people are panicking in the times of yeah. crisis, that is when the greatest opportunity exactly. um, always yeah. comes. And I love that you keep saying that because I think it's so so true. And I talk to investors here in the US all the time every day and they're asking like, you know, is now a good time to get into real estate investing or do I need to wait and see what happens? And it's like, no, you need to, you need to get started now. Like you should have gotten started 20 years ago. So the the next best time to get started is right now. So yes, what I really want to dive into is, so you sold the second property in Singapore. Yes. Then you moved to the UK. Yes started investing there and when you saw and you were telling this me this the other day like in singapore pretty much everything is one two three million dollars like you actually can't buy anything with a million dollars because oh my god i know because like like the condominium that 
I have now is actually 1.4 million. So even you have $1 million cash in your account, you can't buy anything. That's amazing. And it's, it's quite crazy, isn't it? But I think because uh, a lot of them manage to get up the property ladder in Singapore, we, because the Singapore system we have, um, we call it the CPF fund, which is like a central provision fund. So because every time you have a salary, the government forces you to put a sum into the account with the government. So resulted, you have a, a, a pool of saving that allow you to put as a deposit into a property. So a lot of them are still able to get up the property ladder with the government help of the mortgage and things like that. But if you are a foreigner or literally with cash of one million, you can't buy anything. Yeah. That's amazing. So then when you moved to the UK, you know, what did you think of the prices there? <laughs> there you see, that's what we see. We look at, but at first we, with that one point something million, we want to come. We know we can retire with that, but we were so bored. Within three months, when we came to UK, we were so bored. Like, oh my god, we need to do something. But property investment is always something that me and my husband we are, we are really interested in property investment. Mm-hmm. So over the year, he have uh, when even when he was not in UK, he he did buy and sell some of his property. So it's always one to one. But now this round, we plan to come in full time. So we really. We went to different courses, study and learn from different experts in the industry before we were like really equipped to invest in the property. But parallel to that, when I was in Singapore, I actually invested in UK property. Oh, really? While you still lived in Singapore? Yeah, it's quite crazy. In a, there is a big uh, estate company in Singapore that uh, they are quite quite good reputation and they were offering investment opportunity in UK. And I went to listen to the seminar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, everything's so good because there's rental guarantee for two years and the property price, I mean, it's an apartment, but to Singaporean, it's so cheap because it's 200000 only. We're like, wow, it's so cheap. <laughs> and I put a deposit. You know, I literally on the spot, I put a deposit for that. And when I went home, I told my husband, I said, I put a deposit for this apartment that would give me even two years guaranteed renter. My husband was furious because after that he went to do all the research and realized that property was in a very rundown high crime area. And the same property was selling in UK 40% cheaper than in Singapore. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. So there's a lot of all this scam going. And even the estate company who are quite good reputation in Singapore. They didn't know because they wasn't in UK. They was just thinking they're working with a good developer and that's what they thought about. So we marched into the office and demand for the deposit back. We said, or else we will expose you on the newspaper. And they were like, so we're instantly we'll get our refund back. So a few years later, we actually saw on the newspaper that the same developer went bankrupt with mm. all the investor money. Mm. I felt so disgusted with these kind of people who really run away with people hard earned money. That is why I wanted to start the online, you know, the the course to teach people how to invest safely when come to overseas investing. You know, there is a lot of way you can educate yourself to, you know, is there is so good opportunity. When I do it myself now, I know it's such a good opportunity that Asian like Singaporean don't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can still invest safely, but you have to. You have to educate yourself. You have to learn or partner with the right people. Otherwise, all your hard-earned money will be gone and, you know, 
then you yeah. only have your own self to blame for that. Yeah, I I agree with that a thousand percent. Like finding the right partners when you're investing in real estate is so important. Even for people here in the U.S., if they're going to invest in turnkey real estate, which is what we do, you know, mm-hmm. the property is ready to go. We do the rehab. We, you know, you how, have how to have your, the right How do your customer come to trust you then? Do they already know you? How do That's they- a great question. Um, you know, some of them, some of them do. And the ones that don't, they usually, they get to know us a little bit. They might talk to some other investors that have, um, you know, been working with us for a little bit because that, that relationship is so important. If you're going to, you know, give somebody here, depending on the person, you know, a hundred thousand dollars may or may not be a lot of money to somebody. Um, but you have to really vet that partner that you're, that you're going to work with, whether they're on the other side of the world, or even if they're right here in, in your backyard. So I think for us, you know, a lot of it comes from the track record that we have. We have a lot of investors that are, you know, they're buying over and over and over and over again from us. Um, and then also you just show that your company does such a good job that they keep coming back. And I bet you have a lot of referral from them as well because yeah. I can see, you know, that you really did the furnishing in such a high quality standard as well. And then with all this hassle of having the liars with tenants and stuff like that, you have, you know, already taken care of that. It's such an important point for overseas investor, you know, to have that, to know that if something go wrong, that somebody going to take care for me. Exactly. You know, it's so good. Yeah, that is so good. Yeah. And also, um, you know, like the people who the owners of our company also buy from our company. I buy from our company. You know, I have a girl. Yeah. So I mean, she's like the woman in wealth. I mean, I think that says a lot, though, you know, that the people who work here and are building this company are also we're also clients. Well, you know, then. of our own product. We're exactly. Yes, that's true, product. isn't it? If you if you don't trust your own company or you don't trust your products, you know, if you don't own it, you got to show that you don't, right? But you see, you're yeah. also one of the investors. That is what is, we, we speak louder in such a way, isn't it? That's quite crazy. So that's what happened when we moved to UK. We start investing in property, but that is not without uh, not doing homework. We've we done a lot of homework before we invested in any property, but we are... Uh, we are also, I'm not saying whether, should we say the words lucky? Uh, because we have different strategy for the business. We don't just have one, all the eggs in one basket. So our property business have different strategy. We have fixed tenancy with uh, organizations that mm-hmm. give us fixed income, you know, every month. And we also have a service accommodation that give us flexibility with higher, with higher returns but a lot of flexibility in, in the property itself. So there is different basket. And we also advise, um, uh, because so over the year, when friends know that we are in the investment property business, they always come to us for advice. So we help them, you know, to do sourcing and things like that. So that's what we do. So there's buy to let, there is service accommodations, there is student accommodation. So depend on different areas. But the, the key thing is, we always say it must be accessible. So we only buy property that is very near us so that if there's anything, we can just, you know, go to them. So if any investor who want to invest in overseas property, they must make sure they have a good representative 
mm-hmm. that can help them to assess to the property should anything go wrong because you yeah. never know. So that is the very, very important key point that you have to, when you are investing with overseas uh, property, that is the key point that we are looking at actually. Yeah. yeah, making sure that you've got a trusted partner that's like boots on the ground right there that can go check on on things for you. Um, exactly. And, you know, for us, we're not overseas, but our, from where our properties are, our office is in Nashville, but our, our markets are Kansas City, Missouri, Charlotte, North Carolina, and Birmingham, Alabama. So we don't live in the market where we're actively building. You know, because the the numbers work better in the suburbs of some of these other cities that we've identified. So even though the distance isn't quite as much, it's still very similar. Like we have to have boots on the ground that are there every single day um, that we trust and value in order to make our whole business model work. So it's similar. There's just... For you, there's like a lot more, <laughs> there's a lot more space and like a big ocean yeah. in between the boots on the ground and the investor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with that a thousand percent. No matter if you're, if you're investing in your backyard or overseas, like having partners that you trust is super important. What I'm really curious about too, that I know you've figured out for your clients that you work with in Asia, investing in the UK yes. are some of like, legalities and taxes and things like that like how did you start working on figuring out where does where does someone even start gosh i learned from mistake myself <laughs> i literally <laughs> learned from mistake so i never want anybody to learn you know through that as well so some of the mistake was quite costly to me but over the time we refine the system you know every time i learn a, from a mistake i make sure I tighten the system again. So now we have quite a refined system. So when I introduce any friends to invest in UK property, literally, I have a, a trusted solicitor to go to. I have a trusted builder to go to. And, you know, of course, we work with different people and we ask them what is their strategy first. What do they want? Do they want a property that already done up, that means already renovated, uh, you know, and without hassle, or do they want to do from scratch? That means we have to manage the contractor and stuff like that. So usually, I I would advise any overseas investor to to try to have um mi- minimum hassle for any property investment. So it's better to buy a property that is already done. So we have we do have property that we bought already refurbished, and then that is where you know we introduce to the investor. Mm-hmm. Then you know they take it from there and straight away is it like what you say the turnkey isn't it straight away they have tenants and straight away they have income so for overseas investors that is the best strategy because having to worry about renovation or this oh my god it's madness yeah. so leave it, leave it to the expert to do it and just focus on your strategy as an investor that is what yeah. they should be focusing yeah because some people just to save a few thousand dollars they say I better do it myself but in the end they did not know what kind of um, what kind of challenge? What kind of challenge they're gonna face? You know, so yeah. it's, it's better to have hands off and then have a turnkey uh, opportunity because with just a few thousand you save, you actually have a peace of mind and you can continue to build your portfolio, and that is the best way to invest in overseas property. What do you advise? What do you advise if any overseas customer that will come to you? What do you think will be the the problem to invest in your area then? Uh, well, some of the questions that come up 
often are um, with some international investors, they have questions about financing. You know, mm -hmm. if they if they can finance a property or if they have to pay cash. And I mean, you can finance as an international investor, but it doesn't look the same as like a traditional mortgage for, you know, your average US citizen. For an international investor, if they want to finance a property, um, they're gonna, they can put about 40% down, 40 to 50, you know, percent. So they can leverage about half the property um, and that's about it. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, I, I that's about it. You, I have to give all your listeners a very, very good tips now. Because I tell you, in Singapore, it's so difficult to get a mortgage, okay? Because they have this like loan to uh, salary ratio. So I tell you, 90% of them does not qualify. If you have one property, that's it, you're done. So it's like the government discouraging um, in leverage, you know, like uh, property investment. But where else in UK, the mortgage system is still so good. So literally, you can buy a property at that value. So you put a small amount in to get a mortgage. But after you do up, right, you actually refinance the property value. And in the end, you actually took out all every single cent that you put into the property and you mm -hmm. got 100% mortgage for that property. And it's, this is still valid to today. So that is why a lot of investors are the local investor are the one that's jumping in because they know this system is not going to stay forever. Yeah. And if you want to be qualified for a mortgage, any new investor, that is a very, very important advice. Stay on your current job <laughs> for <Yeah>. now. <laughs> yeah. You know, because that is all the bank want to see. They want to see you have a regular salary in order to trust to lend it to you. Just so if you are a beginner, just stay on your job while you start your investment. Mm -hmm. And then after when you build your portfolio, when, you're, when your income already replaced your salary, then leave your job. That is the advice that I always give my customer. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, and we have, like, I have a couple lending partners that, that we work with. And um, I found one that has a, a pretty good product that is an asset-based asset loan for foreign nationals. Oh. It's a 40% down payment. Um, the interest rate is is pretty good, and you know that's that's the best opportunity that I've seen right now for somebody who lives overseas that's wanting to invest in the U.S. Oh, that is very good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The other options are to like acquire them in cash and then refinance capital back out. Yes, yes that's not the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, depending on you know somebody's liquidity, if like clients like yours that maybe they have a million dollars here in the U.S. that could buy like 10, for example, 10 turnkey. Wow, days. that will yeah. get the audience of my site. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy, it, right? <laughs> it, is, it is crazy. It wouldn't buy an apartment in Singapore, but in, No, no, not a hair. No, it was a single strand of hair. <laughs> yeah, but in the U.S., you could buy, you know, like 10 eight to 10 individual houses that would each cash flow and then bundle those into, you know, and into we are still talking about single family resident home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How good is it? In any case, you still have a property that you own, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's, I mean, that's one of the questions that I, I get a lot from, from 
people overseas who are wanting to invest here. And then some of the questions have to do with um, legalities. Like, do I, what will taxes look like? Do I have to pay non-resident taxes to the state or federal non-resident taxes? Um, and a lot of times you will need to form some kind of a, a U.S. entity, you know, an LLC or something like that. And you'll need to have a U.S. bank account in order yeah. to receive funds. So some of those, some figuring out some of those nuances are um, a lot of the questions that people are, are asking me about. And um, for some investors, that's easier than others. Like I have some in Australia that I've been working with that they, they already have a U.S. bank account. They already have a U.S. entity. So that makes it very easy. They live in Australia, but they also conduct business, um, you know, and file taxes in the oh, U.S. Right. So that's pretty easy. But for somebody who were to say live in Singapore and want to invest in the U.S., you know, there'd be a little bit of research and investigation that we could do to kind of figure out what would be the best way to, yeah. Um, so when I start my now. course, Devon, I want you to come on the course and explain to the Asian investor how to exactly do all this legality, like even opening a bank account or the taxation part. You know, I'll be so happy for you to come on board and you know educate the Asian investor exactly how to do that for the US part as well. Yeah, I, yeah. I would love to. I would be totally honored. Um, because I think you know, we have we have a product that would would really serve that audience. Oh, tell us! Come on, you no, know. Well, Come just, on, tell us. Like, <laughs> like we were talking the other day, the opportunity to be able to own a single family home. You told me that a lot of your clients in Asia, like that's just not it's not a possibility. No, you no. know, like they may own an apartment or something, but it's just not very it's not very likely that they can own you know, a home or... More. Yeah, because land in Singapore is so expensive. It's, yeah. it's totally impossible for them to... I think only 5% of the populations own landed property in Singapore. Only 5%? Yes, because it's so expensive, right? Wow. So literally, yeah, top 5% of them own landed property, which is freehold, so few. That's crazy. I don't know what the statistic is in the U.S., but I know it's a lot higher. <laughs> it's a lot higher than than five percent. Um, but yeah, I think that would be an amazing opportunity. And you know, in from what I've learned from investors that I've talked to, I've talked to some in Europe, in the U, in the U.K., and a lot and quite a few in Australia. Um, the percentage return that investors get in the United States is it tends to be really good compared to some other countries. Um, you know, for example, with a cash purchase, being able to get a seven to 8% return that's with a good. cash purchase with no leverage is that's amazing. You know, buying a house for say 120 K and getting a thousand dollars a month in rent ish somewhere around, around those lines, you know, Very good. you know, I'm a big fan for Robert Kiyosaki book. So yeah. again, when uh, when you say things like this, it really made me remember what he said. Like he always say, buying and building assets that deliver cash flow yeah. is putting your money to work for you. Yeah. So there's a lot of high-paying job means two things: you are working for money, right? Yeah. 
and the taxes will continue to increase. So, but right now, if you say, if I'm going to put that money there and continue to give me 7 to 8%, it's fantastic. That means this money is going to work for me now instead of me working for the money, which is brilliant. That is how yeah. we build the assets. So, there is poor people will continue, the poor and the middle class will continue to work for money. But mm -hmm. then, the, the top 5%, the rich are the ones that make money work for them. So, if you yeah. hear this, this is an important lesson that you have to remember. And that is how the rich build their wealth. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, seven, eight, nine, sometimes 10%, that's without leverage. With leverage, you know, of course, those returns increase. Mm -hmm. um, so it just kind of depends on, on what somebody's strategy is. We have a lot of investors that do acquire in cash and then they finance their capital back out so that they can you know, repeat the process. Um, yes. So I'm really excited to to get to teach some of your some of your clients and students yes, a little yes. bit about honor to have you. Yeah, yeah. What the what the United States rental market looks like, what the turnkey model looks like here for residential real estate property, and um, you know, for us to work together and kind of figure out some ways that um, that they could start investing in in U.S. property and. We make it pretty easy providing the turnkey model so they don't have to figure out. Yeah, I think that's important. I think it, what stops people from cross border investment is fear. Fear of yeah. unknown, right? Thinking that what is going to happen if something goes wrong. But if you educate yourself, knowing that you work with a reliable partner, then you know that, is, that part is really taken care of. So, what you need to do is to do your research or homework to know that the area is good. By looking mm -hmm. at the property price history, you know, that is, it gives you an assurance of should anything go wrong, you know, my property is worth this value. So you're, you're fine. So just take the fear equation out and understand investment. You'll be fine. Yeah. Look, I think that's, that's a really important point to like look at the facts logically. Exactly. Um, I learned a lot of my lessons the hard way too. Uh, you know, oh, you did. Oh, dear. yeah. A lot of my real estate experience comes from, um, you know, my own personal mistakes. And I share that a lot with, you know, people that we, that we talk to every day that, that oh. get on calls with us to kind of figure out an investment, an investment plan. Um, you know, I learned the hard way about doing my own rehabs, managing my own property. I owned a property management company, you know, so I saw a lot of things go wrong over the years, um, which was great experience. Like I wouldn't trade that experience for anything. Uh, <laughs> but it also has helped me to realize that like buying turnkey is way easier than <laughs> you don't trying have to go to... through the hard way, right? Because we yeah. have already gone through the hard way. So the investor do not have to go through the hard way because that was quite a costly, you know, mistake that I made actually. But after that, I mean, it's a good mistake because if I never go there, I would never know such a thing, never taught by anyone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no matter what course you attended, it never taught you such a thing until you were in it yourself. So, yeah. Yeah. So when, when folks want to go through your course uh, to learn about investing overseas what does the process look like for them do you do is it like one-on-one -on -one coaching or what does it look like no we, we have a whole course already in uh, the course is going to launch end of november so okay. our website jlcpropertygroup.com uh we're going to have a landing page soon so whoever that's interested or you can like my my facebook page first so whoever that's interested we will we will blast out 
uh, when the course is um, broadcast, we will blast it out because there's so many requests. So we're going to blast it out to whoever who is following our Facebook page. So uh, it's, it's already a, a pre-programmed course, but we have one-to-one -one coaching and okay. we have a weekly um, meetup. You call it workshop? Yeah, weekly meetup for any questions that investors have. Because investing investing in property is not buying uh, like a hundred dollar two hundred handbags, so it's something for long term. So I know there's a lot of investors that have a lot of questions. So we have a basic course and we have a more advanced course for investors who want to build portfolio. So we will have weekly makeup for any investor. I mean, there'll be a whole room of investors that will have a lot of questions, and we can learn from each other at the same time. So. Thanks to the internet, everyone can interact and yeah. there's nothing to hide. You literally have people bombarding you with questions that is so relevant and everybody learn at the same time, which is so great. That's really very valuable. Yeah, I think it's amazing. Like, I can't imagine how somebody would have done what you did, invest in the UK, living in Singapore. Like, how could somebody have even done that 50 years ago before the internet? I know. You if know? you were to tell my mom, he said, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Being Singapore to just come into UK to buy like so many property, people like, are you sure you're kidding me? <laughs> you know? And right now most of the property I don't even have to do anything. It's like literally people they have this fear like if I own a property, every day I have to check on my property or like there will be something wrong, like what am I gonna do? But literally I don't even have to worry about my property because we I told you we have different strategy. One of the strategies we work with uh, a, a big company, uh, organizations, which is a subcontractor uh, from the government. Literally, they take care of the property from day one, and I don't even have to do anything. Yeah. So it's, it's a yeah. There's a lot of fantastic opportunity here, and I just can't wait to tell everyone. <laughs> that is it. You know. Yeah. That's so meeting I mean, you is such an amazing opportunity. When looking at all this value in the property, I'm like so excited to want to know more about your company as well. Yeah, I'm excited too. I'm really excited for um, for our relationship and being able to help your clients and all your investors. Um, just look at this as an opportunity for them. You know, it's another it's another area that they can look into. Um, and just depending on a person's liquidity, you know, some some options, you know, because our <laughs> compared <laughs> to what they're used to, ours are so dirt cheap, you know, at like 100, 120K, um, that may also even just open up the opportunity for, you know, for more investors who at some point they would have thought, you know, it's, n it's not even in the realm of possibility. Um, yeah, which I'm, I'm really excited about exploring more of that opportunity. Shall we come live again, everyone? When my course is going to launch in end of November, before the day, the launch of the course, shall we come live again and tell everyone about the course? So oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everyone will be excited. We will, we will give so much value just because we know that and we are, have such a passion for property investment because we know that is the way to financial freedom. So, you know, like, there's, my parents talk about it, but it never happened. There's so many of my friends who talk about it, but it never happened but yeah. because i make it happen i know it's possible and i want everyone to come with us to see it's totally possible to invest in property to reach financial freedom so before the course is launched we'll come live again and share with everyone yeah absolutely i i would be honored to teach as much you know as much as i share everything that i know with your um with your audience and if it's going to be a value and, and let yes, them know totally. how to <laughs> 
um, you know, how they can get involved investing in the US. And of course, you know, anybody who's in who's in our group, who's overseas, um, who's been, you know, asking us, like, what do we need to do? I'm so excited to get to, um, you know, start forming this relationship with you, Chrissy, so that these international investors who are living overseas can can hear from somebody who's done it, that it's, it's not impossible. You just need to do your research and get started. And there are resources out there. Other people have, do, have done it. Um, and thanks to the internet, we can start to make connections with other people. I'm actually having somebody on um, tomorrow who lives in Canada is an, and is an wow. expert in investing in the United States. So there's tons of people out there. We just- Wow, that's amazing, right? Yeah, make, <laughs> make connections and start, building, and start building the relationships. So we're getting close to the end of our hour, um, so we can wrap it up. But Chrissy, I just wanted to thank you so much for jumping on and sharing you know, your experience and everything that you've learned. My big takeaways are, one, that crisis creates opportunity. Um, and number two was to do your research and focus on the facts. That was something that I really heard. You know, um, look, at, look at the numbers, look at the facts when you're, when you're going to invest. And that applies whether it's overseas or in your backyard, you know, okay. and make sure that you vet your partners. Um, I think that's huge. That's Thank it's you so really much good. for having me. Uh, I really enjoyed today's session. Thank you so much. I look forward to speak to you again. Yeah, you too. And next time I'll be on, um, I'll be on yours and we'll, uh, yes. <laughs> we'll start educating, you know, as much as we can, how to invest in U.S. property. So anybody that is, if you're watching us live or you're listening to the replay on the podcast, um, if you have any questions for Chrissy Tasker, she is pretty easy to find online. Her last name is spelled T-A-S-K-E-R. Um, and of course, if you're interested in what we do here at WealthCap and want to speak to myself, one of our advisors, wealthcapholdings.com backslash waitlist will take you to my calendar and we can go over the process, how everything works and um, see if we can come up with an investing plan for you. Thanks again so much, Chrissy. And um, we will be on again soon. And Yep. Everybody have a great rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in. See you Thank next time. You. Take care. Bye everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Discover how you can start building wealth with real estate, even without experience in our free book, Why Real Estate and How to Get Started by visiting wealthcapholdings.com book. That's wealthcapholdings.com book.